We want to thank our sponsor, Stitch Fix. Look, if you've ever gone shopping with your kids, uh, you know, it's a total mess. It's a nightmare. Your kid starts running around grabbing Spider-Man shirt and stuff like that. They get fussy when you say no. Stitch Fix avoids all that by doing the work for you and your family. Try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com TPT and get 25% off. That's stitchfix.com TPT for 25% off. Am I supposed to talk during this one? I also want to thank our sponsor, DoorDash. Look, back to school shopping, it's all coming, and the chaos that happens with it, and you shop DoorDash, you get everything you need for the back to school season delivered right to your door. Use promo code TPT to get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $50 or more at convenience, grocery, or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $50 or more. Promo code TPT. Terms apply. Hey, I'm here too. everybody welcome to the pastimes podcast uh each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by dave anthony i'm gareth reynolds and i've never seen it before and neither is our guest this week Hassan Ahmad. hello Hassan. hey thanks for having me back i'm excited thanks thanks for coming back uh i'm trying to think i think you might be our first two-time nope. male performer Oh man, yes. Is the I, that's because you do porno, right? You're a porno. You actor? do porno, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm uh, just neck down though. So you've seen yeah. me, but you haven't seen me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're a pet. Um, yeah. And uh, we should promote a couple things. One, your Instagram, which is just your name with the J in it, and your name is spelled E H S A N J A H M E D. M-A-D, yes. M, oh, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but that's your Instagram, and then yeah. you have a show, you were in Austin, and you do a show each week at the Comedy Mothership. Which yep, is, 7.30 uh, every Wednesday, called Solid Comedy Show. Called Solid Comedy Show, but you're a great follow, you do these great breaking news things, um, and, uh, and you're blowing up, and everything's huge, and, uh, and this is your second time, so welcome back, and um, any... Um, any brave stances you want to take up top? Anything bold? <laughs> and, uh, no, no brave stances yet, but, but uh, they'll come as we go. That's I like that organic. Um, all right, Dave, yeah. you got anything important to say, or are you just I yeah I don't and... have I'm no I'm boring and naked from the okay. waist down. Okay, okay, so maybe you guys I don't know we have something similar. in common. Yeah, it's wait, yeah, we're actually we might film something later. <laughs> it's crazy wow what a crazy yeah. i think i haven't allowed to nix that but okay um all right dave so asan i don't know if the last time you were here we were doing the guesses we guess now as to what year we think it might be um i i don't know what he's gonna pick for you i have no clue no. i i'm gonna get and it could start we could start as 1600 and it could go to whenever you think uh you know dave's oh. psychotic so it could go to whenever i would guess I'm going to guess just early, I'll go late 1800. I'll go 1886. Okay, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to guess somewhere around, I didn't know we can go back to 1600, but somewhere around, yes. like, I don't know. Those ones are the, nuts, though. Yeah, the, the making of the Constitution, somewhere in the 1780s. Okay, I like that. I got to say, uh, you were very close, but I switched it to the last minute because I'm a little tired. I didn't sleep well last night. And the, in those old papers, the 
F's are written as S's, and I just couldn't deal with it right now. For what, 1780? Yeah, because I, yeah, I started reading it, and I was like, I can't, I can't, today I can't. So we're doing uh, May 1st, 1921, Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is this is just the Times, that's all they called it was the Times. Nice. Okay. Well, that was before you really needed to carve out a niche too strongly. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Once you, if you lived in Shreveport, you didn't really know about any other place back then, so you just yeah, right, yeah, exactly, time. yeah, yeah, enviable <laughs> times, an enviable era. Uh, page one, this this headline is just American Legion. While the government is marking time in publication of the list of slackers, large numbers of guilty draft evaders. So are- it's like the principal <laughs> from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just he's like now got his own he's like finally mcfly Biff, <laughs> slackers it's a list of people not doing anything that's crazy yeah. i guess so I, I think we call them influencers now yeah, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah um the list of slackers large numbers of guilty draft evaders are leaving the country Wow. According to John Thomas Taylor, vice chairman of the National Legislative so Committee. So this is of your American uncle's Legion. Facebook, the paper. Yes, <laughs> totally. Totally. That's right. a very, that's a very like nice thing to call someone who uh, yeah. dodged a the slacker. draft. You know what I mean? Just yeah. sort of dodge yeah. over one. They just slacked off. Uh, just the other day, Mr. Taylor said, an ex-soldier came all the way from Tampa, Florida to Washington for the express and sole purpose of informing the Department of Justice that dozens of these men were beating it to Cuba. Beat what? <laughs> jerking off? Uh, no, you don't understand I what that was. They're Cuba. taking off. No, no, no. I, They're going me, to Cuba. I've, I've beaten it to Cuba a few times because. Oh, what? I'm not allowed. It's. What? Castro's I beard? I mean, it's gross. The whole, <laughs> okay, that's they hot. They have a that's 1950s hot. vibe. Okay. They have a perma 1950s yeah. vibe that I dig. They do. They do. It's pretty sexy in that way. Yeah. That's why I beat so, it the, so this guy went and this guy went and snitched on everybody. Yeah. He, yep. he, cause at this time you had, I guess he could have gone by car, but he may, he went all the way to DC just to go like, yeah, Hey, there's guys that are leaving the country that should be fighting. Yeah. And they're like, what? what? Okay, man. What um, a dick. The American Legion is sick and disgusted at the underhanded pussyfooting campaign, which the disloyal elements of this country have waged against the publication of these slacker lists. Step by step, we have fought them until the last War Department was brought to the point of making the lists public. Oh, so they want the list to be – they want these guys named in shame. The they want it oh, out print, there. Print their right. names. Well, I, I will say this. It, it doesn't make sense that they're beating off to Cuba if they're pussyfooting around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's they're right, they're yeah. the beating off. Yeah. The, this is one of those things that, like, when the guy was, like, reading this story to, like, younger people in the area, they were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, they're pussy-footing. And they, they're beating it off to Cuba over there. <laughs> then, at last, the yellow streak began to show signs of fright. We will all use the government and the officials of the War Department and the newspapers, they threatened. And their bluff worked, at least well enough to postpone the publication of the list by having the matter referred to the Department of Justice until at least some of them could get out of the country. Wow. I'm, for, I'm, I'm for the guys getting out of the country. I don't know. I like, yeah, no um, shit. Hey, yeah. the, the, here's some guys that are like, I, I want to go to Cuba. I, oh, yes. Enjoy Cuba. It sounds awesome. Right. What, I don't, what war were we having in There's no war. 
Right. Well, they're, they're, I, I say that, but then can, they'll be like, no, this war was happening. But there was no big world well, war. You, um, I'd have to look Can it you up. imagine a time where we had no wars cooking? Where we <laughs> like, were not like stirring like four or five different occupations to some extent? Oh, I, I, I also said, I thought this the other day. Can you imagine a time when we actually like won the wars that we were in? Like that's man, <laughs> that is that's what's fucking remarkable when you get into art. Like when people are like, look, we got to go. You're like, when was the last time that we were like fucking done? They, they know they never end. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they just like uh, Afghanistan. We were like, we'll see you later. I I remember like in the mid 2010s when that Tupac hologram came out. I remember uh, thinking I was in college, and I remember thinking, I can't believe we brought back Tupac before we got out of Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and we almost solved Tupac's murder before, yeah. just by a hair. Just by a hair. Just missed it. Just yeah, just missed as that would... Dude, I always think about the Tupac hologram because... That was at Coachella, I think. And mm-hmm. it was like the level of dr- like if I were on the dose of drugs that I would have been on at Coachella and I saw that from as far away as I probably would have been, it would have probably taken three to four days to let me know that that was not actually Tupac. I would have been <laughs> spreading the rumor so strongly that Tupac was at Coachella last year. Man, what a what, what a time! <laughs> what a time when that was the furthest AI got was Sim- just yeah. Tupac. That was pretty good. We could have cut it there. Um, so I looked it up. We weren't at war, or you know, per se. We were occupying Nicaragua. We were occupying uh, the Dominican Republic, and we were occupying Haiti. But we're always occupying Haiti. Yeah, uh, we've really. Haiti is allowed to be a little uh, aggravated with us. I yeah, say. Haiti. Uh, oddly, Nicaragua keep, uh, too. <laughs> Yeah, all of them, actually. Everybody yeah. south of our border can be like, all yes. right, enough. Well, we're it, good. It, it is interesting. It is interesting that if we're, if we're occupying Haiti and the Dominican Republic at the time, that the draft dodgers would go to Cuba. I feel like you'd want to go a little further away. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> be, a, be a little safer. Go yeah. to Canada, yeah. you idiots. Yeah. Well, the only place that's safe from us is nowhere, I think. Mars? <laughs> True. Uh, Flint. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, won't, we will not go into Flint. Yeah, he's Anywhere there's been a chemical spill, you can hide. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know what to say about this this one here. Uh, the headline is "Insect Dies in Fall." <laughs> <laughs> what? And this fuck? this is a story from New York. <laughs> what is what's going on? And well, what is this? The Toddler Times? <laughs> uh, wait, well, wait, just wait till you hear it. A mosquito flew from New Jersey to Brooklyn and nipped Frank Spadero five. Frankie fell 45 feet from a fire escape. He was unhurt, but the mosquito was crushed to death. I okay. don't know what I don't know what's happening. What? Kind of goofy ass shit. How, how did they know that the insect made it from New Jersey? That's I, a very fair question, too. What? That's I a think very they're fair question. I think they're writing up a story about how a kid fell forty five feet from a fire escape and wasn't hurt, and they're trying to make it fun. 
Yeah. How do you follow the first story about your like slacker draft dodger? Like, the, like the t- the paper's tone has been set as like we are an actual paper, and then their follow up story is that a mosquito was killed because a kid fell forty five. I mean, it is the craziest. No, this is this is like when you when you have been on Twitter for two weeks and you go in. And there's been a whole discussion for a week and a half about a mosquito, and then you pop in, you're like, "Wait, what's happening?" And right. you're reading this. It sounds the like a Babylon is, B headline. It, it does sound like a meme that someone made up. Like what? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you have to have knowledge of what's happening in the society at the time, or you're like us, totally lost. Right, right. Or, or like they, <laughs> they try to soften a, a horrible story about yeah, a, a toddler right, falling right, right, by right, making right, it about the right. mosquito. Right. Yeah. Like man's shoes ruined after he bled out all over them. There's a very so far. There's a very lack of information about Shreveport, Louisiana, which I would assume is what you'd want in that newspaper. Fair. It's a fair, fair point. Fair point. Yeah, there's not. I think page one is just all stuff from other places. Um, <laughs> British girl sleuths, London. The only girl detective force in England is that of the county police in Lancashire. <laughs> what is happening? What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> HPP Lane Chief Constable says they are the equal of men and in some cases better. That's this it. is like that's the whole story. I bet you in this era that was enough to have a guy beat off. <laughs> oh, for sure. That for was like sure. plenty. You're like, oh, female law enforcement, come on. Female girl sleuth? Is that how they describe yeah. them? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Was it a female girl sleuth? Sleuths. That's Sleuths. Because <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yep. I'm imagining like a band of Sherlock Holmesian type people now. Right? Like I'm girls. It just sounds like, like there's girls just poking around, getting in people's business, I think. I think that's what they're. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. How- that is what I, I imagine some guy in 1921 reading that and being like, oh, the woke agenda. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Totally. totally. <laughs> but it seems like Britain's <laughs> finally got infected with the woke mind virus. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like an Austin Powers plot. Right, right. <laughs> and the, yeah, he, Austin's not happy about it. He's like, what's going on here? No, baby, no! <laughs> uh, so right under that is just one line there's nothing else to the story right. just one it says a new substitute for milk is obtained from the peanut whoa wow oh nut milk peanut that milk. is very <laughs> early considering how it seems like yeah. that came right in the last like 10 years yeah right also uh, also this is like there's so many terms in here are just vaguely sexual and have nothing to do with sex. You got like Very beating true. off, pussy footing, female girl sleuths, and now nut milk. It's like what's nut- what's happening in Shreveport right now? <laughs> yeah, there's a guy. Nut there's a guy really. that's just hard up down there. I go, I'm really horny, but I can't just say it. <laughs> yeah, what is nut- the sexual <laughs> repression times? Is that what's happening? <laughs> nut milk. <laughs> nut milk. Like- New term for me. <laughs> uh, I'm in a nut milk. <laughs> God, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to nut milk so fast. <laughs> I was, so I turned on. How, how do they make uh, 
milk from almonds and nuts. I know how I do it, but how do they do it? <laughs> I squeeze them. It feels like they squeeze them. Hold on, Luke. How do they make nut milk? It's our it's our nut, that's our nut milk expert in. in they just the grind, grind it up, grind it up in civet. He says, "Yeah, really? That's it." Yeah, it I just also point a, okay. out he is making nut milk in the corner right now. I um, <laughs> not in the good way, not in the way we want it. All right, stop it. Bluebeard launches upon new track. Says he'll starve to death. <laughs> this is. That sounds like a headline from a dream. Like it doesn't quite make any sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Wait, what? Bluebeard launches a new track? Upon he's going to starve? Upon new track. So it says he'll starve to death. Who's Bluebeard? Is this a pirate? Well, we'll yeah, pirate, I think it's a guy's right? I think it's a guy's nickname. I don't think it's the pirate because it's 1921. He's been it's dead 1921, for a while. 1921, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on, they're still out there. Um, <laughs> This is also out of New York. Jake, Jacob Cantor, hunger striking. It says hunter, but he's hunger striking. Hunger striking because he doesn't want to leave his cell in Sante prison. Lander entered the jail two years ago. Wait, did his name just change? Okay. Lander <laughs> entered the... It did. His, they, up here it says Jacob Cantor, and now here it says Landru. Okay, Landru oh, entered stop, the Dave, jail. The, 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 the only people who are going to notice that are those reading this thing. Nobody's getting this far if they're actually reading it. Yeah. Really, you you think people listening aren't going to say you're confusing the names? <laughs> yeah, it, it no. feels like it feels like New York is sending all their like they're not even sending their B and C stories; they're sending like their Z stories to Shreveport. You're like, here, write about this. They're, yeah, <laughs> the idea that they're like you could only print a story in one publication. So they're like, New York, you got anything? <laughs> we'll suck your so, dick for a story, New York. We'll make nut milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about so a mosquito Land- from New Jersey. Something. What do you got? You got any mosquito stuff? <laughs> so Lander entered the jail two years ago, charged with killing a sundry lot of wives. What the fuck? <laughs> this just what took just a really happened? crazy turn. This took a crazy <laughs> turn. This just took a crazy turn. <laughs> so this is a serial killer. This is a, a sundry, a sundry lot. What the fuck? Who is this he guy? He gave the jailers much trouble. He insisted on being awakened at certain hours and on sleeping when regulations said the cells should be vacated Ooh. for airing. I love Who this. is a lot? So what? They're just like his parents. They're like, all right, we'll wake. Like you're just like, dude. No, you're a murderer. Well, look, our serial killer wants to be up at three a.m. every day. I hope he get his French toast ready. A few weeks ago, Landru discovered that a document was missing from the papers in his case. A retrial was ordered and the case transferred to Versailles. Then the fun started. Landru threw himself upon the bed and cried. Why did they make me from here where I've been so happy? He wailed. Authorities fear his hunger strike strike may make him too weak to appear in court for trial. He's 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 a, he's a very big beggar for someone who killed a bunch of wives. Yeah, he's really he's victimizing. He's victimizing himself a lot. And can you imagine ah. someone being too weak to stand trial now? Like oh my they would God. just be like, "Get him on the gurney. We'll drag him into the courtroom." 
Well, and this whole thing, like, like the the guards now would just be like, okay, so I guess I'm going to hit you with this stick I have. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you were like, excuse me, could you wake me at about <laughs> six a.m.? Is that possible? I just, I really try to. I'm just trying to change my whole clock, interior clock. There's just something so funny about an entitled serial killer. That is just like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. is as you're like. <laughs> your makeup as a human being is like, yeah, well, how did that happen? Yeah. Ten more minutes. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna. That's still what this is uh, like. I don't wanna. But I, I want my shoelaces. It's <laughs> <laughs> very casual about how he just killed a bunch of people. Well, yeah, that's yeah, like the really second is. thing. What a time. Man, I'm a, Wait, what was the guy's name? I want to look him up real quick, but wait, wait, I'm um, curious. Well, they called him Landru, but his his name, it says, is Jacob Cantor, C-A-N-T-O-R. Jacob Cantor, New York. Oh, no, I there's just like, wonder. There's like actual famous Jacob Cantor, so we're not going to find that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a now, hard one to find. Mm-hmm. Wait, which guy was Bluebeard? That was the story that, before, That's right? also his nickname. He, they called him okay, Jacob Kemper, this... they called him Landru and Bluebeard. Okay, so this says his name is Henri Desiree Landru, and that he was... Yeah. Oh, and I think he dies in 1922. Oh. And he was a French serial killer named near, nicknamed Bluebeard of Gambais. And he murdered at least seven women. Mm. Oh, man. This is delicious. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not turned on by this. Um, he murdered at least seven women in the, vig, the village of Gambe between December 1915. Okay, so this is a French story. And January 1919, he killed at least three other women and a young man. And he, uh, um, he was arrested in 1919, which he shared with a 24-year-old mistress. They concluded that he had been... Re- uh, he had met or been romantic with 283 women during the first wow. world war. Wow. Damn. Wow. Um, Damn. And he continued to protest his innocence during the year-long investigation. He was charged with the murders at Vernoulet and Gambe, and this included the murders of 10 women. Um, and, and he was sentenced to death, and he was executed by guillotine on February 25th, 1922. So what is the date on this paper? 21. It's uh, May yeah, 19th. So, oh, no, wait. So that's... under a year later, his May head was 1st. cut off. Yeah. So yeah. Spoil, spoiler alert, hunger strike did not work. No, yeah, it did no, not work it, at they, all. They, they, <laughs> he ended up, he was still, I mean, he's French. Eventually, he was like, uh, please, just a little bit of fromage. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, Can it, I have now, a little Merlot, too, please? Come on. <laughs> it makes sense. This is less about him thinking he got wrong, and it's just more about the French... Just, uh, yeah. you know, how they just yeah. always protest. He's just, exactly, it's, it's, just it's, doing what yes. he's born to do. It's, it, now that you know he's French, like, his, like, attitude makes a lot more sense. That he's like, could you wake me up at the so back six? Sense. And they're like, of course we'll wake you up at six. Eh? Just let us know. Eh? We'll let you in as soon as we need to. Huh? <laughs> wow. Damn, that's such a that's I think such a that's the first time point. I've provided valuable information on this podcast. I agree with that. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Yeah, that's like amazing for me. Is that what you feel like all the time? I feel really great. Yeah, I'm kind of high and shit. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, awesome. I know. Thank you.
Uh, Gareth, we are brought to you in part by Stitch Fix. Yes. Look, I got kids. I got like six, I think. Or one. No, I have one. I keep getting that confused. Yeah, it's weird that there's no in-between when you get it mixed up, too. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's pretty normal. It's an easy mistake to make. Sure. Uh, you know, shopping for kids can be a, a challenge, to say the least. They're very picky. Yeah. And then they want what they want, and a lot of times what they want, you know. Uh, I won't have them. Kids or the shirts? Kids. Shirts I'm loving. And especially with back-to-school time, uh, they're super into, like, the what they want. Yeah. You can't just put them in a dress. Like, I try to put Finn in just, like, one of those, like, a prairie dress, I call it. Sure. And he's not. something neutral. He's not really. Yeah, neutral. Yeah. A, a prairie dress. And shopping for kids, it, it's just a lot. So Stitch Fix just makes everything easier. They're stylists, shop for the whole family, and then they said, like, kid-approved styles that parents also enjoy because of the, the price. Yeah. So you just let Stitch Fix do all the work. You don't have to go do yeah. all the business. I When I used it, that was the thing. I mean, they just kind of do it all. And um, But I, I definitely was in an argument with my stylist. Well, I don't understand. So you get the clothes. Yeah. And if you don't like Love some... Love the clothes. If you, Okay, if you don't like them, you can send them back in the room. No, no, I know you can, but I didn't. I liked everything they sent. So you, but in order to sort of show dominance over the situation, I, I wrote I, in what you're, you can send stuff back. In that, I just wrote a letter that was strongly worded um, about you know I'm not to be messed with. I'm not yeah. to be looked at in the eyes, and I'm not I, to be. I feel with. like that's not a part of this at all. Like it's not so something you, you did needed. Did Finn like the stuff he got? Yeah, Finn liked the clothes he got. Yeah, I like the clothes I got. Yeah, we both did. I don't know what. Uh, okay, so you're just doing a different thing. I'm not really sure what's. Yeah, I'm just saying Stitch, Stitch Fix is the best way to shop for the whole family, especially with the little guys. And you don't have to worry about uh, finding clothes that your picky kids are going to like, or fitting room, you know, meltdowns and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's great. Uh, for me, it worked out great. Same here. I, well, I, I liked the clothes and I melted down. I got to do both. Right. So basically, you go through and you pick out on the website what you like and what you don't like. And you tell them. And then a stylist picks out clothes for you and they yep. send them to Sends you. It. And, and I liked them. Gareth liked them too, Love but them. he was mean Love for some reason. Love anyway. Them. Just wanted to make sure that we all understood who's in charge here. Yeah. I mean, I, I just like it because I don't have to go to the store. I don't know what Same. I love that. That's okay. That. It was in the letter. So try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash TPT and get 25% off when you keep everything in your kids' fix. That's stitchfix.com slash TPT for 25% off. Stitchfix.com slash TPT. Tip it. Gareth, workhorse brought to you in part by DoorDash. You want to, you want to, I know you're going back to school. You want a really good uh, back to school tip? Well, if the tip is to not let the kids know that you're in your 40s, I don't need it. I already figured that one out. They, they have, I've been treated so unfairly by these I, kids. I was just thinking more like, you know, stocking up on the supplies you oh, need, yeah. lunchtime snacks that yeah. you're obviously going to have a lot of. Because you, you trade lunches and stuff with your I don't Hot think, Wheels and your I don't, cinnamon rolls. I'm thinking of college. Oh. Uh, so you, you can just get everything on your list with just one uh, DoorDash sweep of the whole thing, you know? Yeah, they, the kids can be so cruel. You don't have to go to the store. The store just comes to you when you buy it and use DoorDash. You get first day ready, all the stuff you need. Staples, classroom supplies, binders. Yeah. Trapper keepers, uh, abacuses, uh, all the stuff I was bringing. Lead ballooning, let me tell you. They were not, the kids saw right through it. That's old stuff. Anyway, uh, DoorDash, super convenient. Get delivery within the hour. 
Make it easier than ever to get to your back to school stuff, all yeah. your needs. You can fill up their bath backpacks and maybe their bellies too with little snacks, huh? Yeah, I put what I did was I put a bunch of stuff in a Bjorn. Okay, so shop DoorDash. You get everything you need for the back to school season delivered right to your door. Order now for stress-free back to school shopping. Use promo code TPT to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience grocery or retail stores on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more. Promo code TPT. Terms of... Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow September 13th, London September 15th, Dublin September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham September 20th, Bristol September 22nd, and Cardiff September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th, Adelaide November 16th, Canberra, November 17th, Brisbane, November 18th, and then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plasticfree305. Um, revolution clips off cues. Dame fashions put shears to pantaloons. This one's out of San Francisco. Okay. Is this about shorts? No, well, close. Only a decade ago, the most flirtatious Chinese maid who smiles ever started a tong war. Jesus Christ. I mean, this, this, I mean, this is, is, I mean, eventually I'm going to start beating off. This is, this is like, <laughs> 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 I mean, what I was going to say is like, like the, we understand that like, it's the race like just just casual racism exists all but this is just sort of like i'm gonna just present it this is just for a little color commentary race it's like we don't need this right now this is superfluous <laughs> look this is how hot she is she's so hot that she can start a war between different chinese gangs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'd like to give her a tongue bath <laughs> 
Only a decade ago, the most flirtatious Chinese maid whose smiles ever started a Tong War would not think of letting Caucasian eyes rest upon her trim oriental ankle any more than Jesus would her suitor go a wooing without wearing a cue. Now, a wooing is spelled A-W-O-O-I-N-G. Whoa. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice to know that even 1920s, weird white dudes were obsessed with Asian women. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's kind of like the more things change, the more they stay the same. You know? Yeah, and, and there was no, like, I think this guy got paid per just l- every little racist, racist flair. They were like, that'll be a nickel. That'll be a nickel. But yeah, yeah. even then it was, yeah, white men were just like, here's how we do it. Yeah. Oh my God. And now they're allowed to. And now, the, and this is about how the the Chinese women are finally like, yes, it's acceptable for us to be sought after by whites. Right. We can show our ankles. We can finally show those ankles. Show the games, gals. <laughs> the Chinese Revolution cut off the cues, and now Dame Fashion has clipped a full eight inches off the pretty pantaloons of the celestial maidens. Revealing for the first time on the streets of San Francisco's Chinatown pretty ankles and a bit more, encased as in as enticing bits of silk as any American girl can wear. They they just can't they can't stop with the celestial. They just can't yeah. they can't can, not throw in the racist stuff. You can feel the fedora on his head while he's writing this. <laughs> 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 it's like if, if this dude was alive today, he would be on 4chan. Like, there's no way he would be like the most incelly dude ever. Like, wow, what is? And he, would, crazy? he would have a he would have a column called 4chan Cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that is uh, insane. This is a new story about just some And it's actually, I think, a story about like how capri pants have been invented, but instead he's like, we can finally ogle at the Chinese ankles. <laughs> I mean, it's eight, inches. it's eight inches, so it's like mid, mid-calf is where we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, which is, is kind of Capri-ish, isn't it? I don't, I'm not are Capri's, I don't know. I think they're just full of needle, whatever. Okay. In the shops of Chinatown, luxuriously embroidered hosiery has taken its place on the shopkeeper's shelves. Besides the dragon-covered kimonos and the daintiest little slippers, American markets can produce are sold to the owners of tiny Chinese feet. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Jesus Christ! Fucking hey, man! It's like every time it's like peeling back the onion. It's like, oh, he's really in the feet too. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, we've been making jokes about about masturbating through this whole newspaper, but this is probably the one where this guy did not make it through writing this, this guy, and went absolutely. back. No, this is the only article that ends with a oh, <laughs> nut milk. <laughs> Sure, we like them. All same American girl was what Rose G had to say about her new silk stockings and tiny pumps, which showed from beneath her lavender silk pantaloons. See, they pretty, she added, coyly looking downward. Uh, there are, uh, there were God. none to dispute Dave, her words. how do you feel reading this? Are you okay? It's, I, I feel, think you're going to get like, canceled from reading this. I want to take a deep shower. I just, <laughs> God damn. I, don't, so I feel so bad. It's, <laughs> It's crazy how much 
space this newspaper dedicated to Chinese women's ankles, especially when there's a story about a baby surviving a 45 foot fall. Like, you know, like it's like, yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, this yeah, is like, the longest like, article. <laughs> yeah, by far. We could have could, we could have cut eight inches out of this article. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they, it's like they took an article and they're like, "Hey, Jimmy, can you run this through racism?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got it." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put the, someone put this through the racetron quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and run it through the fan, uh, sexual fantasy algorithm one time. See what happens. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, please put it, it through just that. Comes out as a scroll. <laughs> it's pretty long. This, this, this newspaper, this newspaper feels like it's pretty sticky. That's what it feels like. This is a sticky yeah, newspaper. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oldest man makes wooden leg. What? <laughs> how is that? How? How is that the greatest thing I've ever heard? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oldest man makes wooden leg. It, it, it does sound like a euphemism for an old man got a boner, and we're excited yeah. for him. I think we're just in the zone of the paper now. Yeah, right. That's right. And that would be. By the way, that would be a more enticing headline. Oldest man gets wood. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, how did he get this wood? Did he read the article about the Chinese feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, finally, the ankles. Yeah. Oldest uh, man York's, makes wooden is, leg. Yeah, this is uh, from York, South, South Carolina. Dr. W.E. Irwin, 84, oldest white male citizen of this city, makes wooden legs. The doctor lost his own right leg by a shell during the war between the states, and he built a wooden leg according to his own notion, and he has been making them for other people ever since. So just to be clear, the VA has always been the best. Like right. he comes back and they're like, yeah, you're probably going to make a water. You want to make your own wooden leg, pal. <laughs> also, but the war between the states, did he lose his leg in the Civil War? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's, he's old because. I mean, that was a while ago, right? That was uh, 25, 30, yeah. 70. No. If he's 84, then he lost the I mean, it like did say war between the states. He just, he's got to be super old. But it did say oldest man. He's 84. He is the oldest that man. That means he lost it when he was a teen. Yeah. So he fought when he was a teen. Or he, or he was Well, we've not- read stories about like nine-year-olds in the Civil War. So it's possible. Yeah. It is, if he's in South Carolina, especially at the end of the war, they're letting kids fight. Yeah. But look, I want to. I want to just say right here: this guy's a liar. He didn't fight in the war. <laughs> you don't think? Now, uh, let me ask you this: so, the, so we find uh, that when they remove eight inches of fabric from the clothes of Chinese women, hot, and when this guy we remove eight inches of his skin and he gets a wooden leg, not hot. That's right. That, mm. Okay. Mm, that's a, that's a good sure. double standard to point out. Yeah, uh, I'm reading really. this again. I don't. It took long. I don't think, uh, reading this again, he wasn't a soldier. They would have said he was a vet, but he he just lost his leg, so he probably was a kid. Mm. Yeah. So I take back. I apologize to him. Yeah, good. Damn, steel he made a wooden leg, and they read about yeah. it in Shreveport, Louisiana. The fact that yeah, there's nothing big. about Shreveport in here tells me a lot about Shreveport, actually. Nothing. Yeah, uh, nothing oh, going on. First- I mean, this is like South Carolina's B sides. <laughs> we got our first uh, Street Force story. Hell yeah. Uh, sheriff and deputies destroyed a lot of mash and moonshine still. Of course, it's Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Sheriff Thomas Hughes, accompanied by two deputies and federal prohibition enforcement officers, located a 50-gallon moonshine still one and a half miles west of Mooringsport. The still had 300 gallons of, and the still and 300 gallons of mash were destroyed, but no hooch was found on the premises. The officers report there was nobody home. I would, and no arrests were made. I would love for an expert to walk me through the difference between moonshine and hooch. I'd say there's no difference. Hooch is moonshine. It's just a different term. Right, but they're just like, look, we were able to get our hands on all the contraband uh, moonshine, but there's still a lot of hooch out there. (laughs) No, they just got, they just, they just found the still. They found a 50 gallon still. No, no hooch in it. The guys had already taken off with the hooch. And there was no one there. So they didn't arrest anybody. you are speaking like Smokey and the Bandit. Right now. <laughs> no, buddy, you're not listening. No, no, no. There was no hooch in the moonshine. Do you understand? <laughs> a $50 fine imposed on doctor from Texas for trying to sell drug. Dr. W.W. Pugh, an itinerant practicing He was physician. almost our first website. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> Dr. W.W. Pugh, an itinerant practicing physician from Texas, was fined $50 and cost on a charge of having a narcotic drug in his possession and offering it for sale. Uh, Dr. Pugh told the court that he was in Shreveport on a visit and bought the drug for his own use. It was testified that the accused had three one-eighth ounce bottles of morphine in his possession when arrested and that he offered to sell one of the bottles to a drug addict for $11. Damn, yo, doctors have just been pushing opioids for years. That's crazy. Can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a time when a doctor pushing opioids was a shocking move. Yeah, who was this? Was this Dr. Pfizer? What's happening? Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This was W.W. Yeah. W. Sackler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. At first, I thought he was just like, he got pop for just trying to like give drug to a patient and that, that would be very texas to get arrested for trying to save someone's life <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean yeah not so fast uh, uh here i'm gonna read a help wanted ad Ooh. sure help wanted female uh, uh, right. I don't care for that already. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's more, but it sounds... Oh, thank God. This is already starting at a weird place. <laughs> Female, must show initial ankles, must be Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> must not be gam shy. <laughs> photo, photo plays. What's a photo play? Is it like a picture? Are they just talking about pictures? Um, I don't know. 5,000. Like, uh, go ahead. 5,000 ideas needed. Working girl paid 10,000 for ideas she thought worthless. Details free. Right Producers League, St. Louis. <laughs> this is sorry. <laughs> okay, I think this the, sounds like the job of a dream. <laughs> yeah, the, the, job, the help wanted should be for help wanted. Person to write help wanted for me. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a drunk guy just put in an ad. Yeah. yeah. Can you read I want that a girl one more with time, ten thousand unused ideas. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially. I need a photo woman play. With 10, okay, yeah. photo play was one of the first American film fan magazines. Oh, okay. okay. 
So I don't know. I, so maybe they're just looking for stories. I guess. The meaning of photoplay is motion picture. The meaning of photoplay yeah. is they're, so they're looking for they're looking for ideas for movies. I think that's what it's saying. Is this a time when the studios were taking advantage of the writers? <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. I can't yeah, imagine that's that. Strange. It sounds a bit nefarious. It doesn't sound like the studios. No, it doesn't. You're right. It's just well, it's the studio then is just a, a guy named Frank in uh, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get right. you in pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I rarely do uh, photos on this uh, podcast, but there's a there's a picture here of a bunch of uh, Asian kids, and uh, Dave. It says using motion pictures to spread the gospel, <laughs> and there's like there's like ten kids lined up, and they're in it, what seems like a traditional Asian garb. And it says, Chinese children in a Christian mission in one of the famine-stricken districts of China. These boys and girls appear in one of an interesting series of films, which have been prepared by great expense to show what is being accomplished by Christian missionaries in China and other heathen lands. Oh, my God. What an ending. What an ending. (laughs) What an ending. That is dark. Man. That is some dark shit. The, yeah, that's a wow. That 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 movie is. I wish I could watch that movie. I just want to know what is happening. It's I mean, it sounds like it's a that's an up, actual right? picture. Yeah, there's. A, let me see if I can wow. uh, stop it here. I think I can show it to you. Oh wow! Whoa! By the way, what is the description of them? Because whatever it is, it sounded like they were having fun and frolicking, but that. They're not Looks having like fun they're... and frolicking. No, it's no. very forced. Yeah, it says Chinese imagine. children in a Christian mission. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't so know why I imagine just, them frolicking. Like I don't care what religion you are. When you go somewhere else and you're, there's children involved, like you're, you're, it's not good. Usually. No. 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 You get involved in other people's business. Also, that time, you know, the 1920s and. China, some shit goes down. So your Christian missionary shit didn't work very well. <laughs> well, they were saving the heathens, Dave. <laughs> we're all saving the heathens. That's why I'm in uh, Boulder, Colorado right now. <laughs> You're just outside of Boulder. Um, okay, it's not opening up. So let me see if I can do this. 19 baseball players arrested in Florida for Sunday playing. Goddamn right. Wow. Whoa. Are they playing in the Chick-fil-A League? Talk about heathen. <laughs> so you used to, in a lot of places, not be able to play baseball on Sunday. And okay. they had to have a whole, like, fight to find it. Essentially, people were finally like, why the fuck were we not watching baseball on Sunday? Because you crazy religious assholes don't want people to play. So right. eventually stopped. But at this time, people are actually getting arrested for playing baseball on Sunday. Crazy. Uh, crazy. Oh, the wait. idea that a god that... There, it's just so insane to imagine that if there is a god, this is the make or break moment. Like it's this in, sort of uh, stuff. Like the god is so like it's such an annoying god to be like now. Yeah, it's actually in the book of uh, Doug. <laughs> yeah, in the Bible. Right. And yeah, it's, yeah, there's right. a whole there's a whole thing about you know don't play baseball. Yeah. Don't, 
throw. Right, I forgot about the catch. book of Doug. He, yeah, yeah he, right. he's got he's got a whole universe to run, and he can't run it if they play baseball in Florida on Sunday. No, no, God, no. God rested, so you should rest. Come on. But then, as a concession, they agreed to call it the dugout, and that was sort of the way. Uh, it was <laughs> a mea culpa. Sure. It was sort of uh, you know, it was the way of offering up a concession. Uh, was that or is that right, Dave? And no. then the concession led to the concession. No, is that not this? This track is that? It, that, that certainly tracks for me. Yeah, the logic know, like, makes what sense. Dave's problem is thank you. <laughs> 19 members of the Fort Lauderdale and Miami, Florida East Coast teams were arrested here this afternoon at the close of the opening game of the season on charges of violating the state law prohibiting Sunday baseball. So they let him play the whole game, which I yeah. like. They, 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 they were like, well, well, oh, yeah, let's see. Like, come on, let's watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the yo. Turn around, boys. Get against the, get against the fence. Nah, Good game, over. though. Good game, You're though. going to hell. I bet on you guys, and you lost, so now you're all going to jail. Yeah, that's what that feels like a little bit. <laughs> you let him, you let him play to the end? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're mad at the result, for sure. Um, four dipping vats blown up in this parish. <laughs> yeah, what? Do they live in Gotham? What's happening? <laughs> and the Joker created. That's how the Joker got made, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, let me read this one first. Farmers Unite for Dipping. Let me <laughs> read this one first. <laughs> Movement General in Awachita and other parishes to aid state authorities. Authorities, Farmers in the various parishes of northeastern Louisiana have made several, several efforts to bring those who are opposed to dipping cattle together in an effort whereby it is hoped that they may get state authorities to give them some relief in the matter, especially during the summer. What? They're dipping cattle. What, is, oh, what does that Oachita, mean? We'll find out, I'm sure. Oachita Parish farmers on the east side are complaining bitterly against the necessity of dipping and a general mass meeting of oh farmers. Businessmen and parish authorities were urged to try to get relief from the state and also bring about a more organized effort against dipping. Oh my God! What do you think dipping I is? Looked up. I looked it up. I is it putting up. them in a? Is it is it taking them and yes. dipping them into a big thing of poison? It, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Is it periodic dipping in vats filled with water-based solutions containing arsenic or other pesticides <laughs> at concentrations <laughs> sufficient to destroy the ticks but not injure the cattle? God damn it! <laughs> as long as they don't lick themselves or. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, each other. Oh, a oh my arsenic. God. I mean, ah. just a vat full of arsenic as like you're like, but the right amount of arsenic is key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those poor fucking animals. Oh my god! And then immediately four of them blew up. That feels like a. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Cows catching on fire. Just exploding. Huh? Okay. Too much arsenic, boys. That's right. That's the good news. She's tickless. <laughs> so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, but they're, they're basically upset because they're saying they don't have the money for it. And the cows are, they're barely getting by as it is. Mm-hmm. And judge Fred Oman fined several West side farmers, $25 and costs for failure to dip in criminal court yesterday. A report was brought to Monroe. To that a, yeah. Failure to dip. A report was brought to Monroe that a vat on the West side between the seventh and eighth wards has been dynamite. <laughs> Oh my 
God. Oh, my God. Safety is safety. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is – it's so funny how this newspaper first casually revealed a serial killer and now casually revealed an act of domestic terrorism. Like, you think you would lead with that. <laughs> that was by the way, it's not Whoa. that they're blowing up, like, vats of – this is arsenic. So they're exploding arsenic everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah, they're just a, it, it's just a mist of poison that they're – so I, I assume that there is a giant state-owned vat of poisons, and you're supposed to walk your – and bring your cows through it. Mm-hmm. And, and so you'd have to bring your cows there and then dip them, and then some guy's like, fuck this, and blew it up. That's what it sounds yes. like. Yes, that's because what happened. I'm probably one of those people who's like, I don't want to dip my cows in arsenic. And people are like, what? It's yeah, the right I, I, amount for ticks. Your cow's fine. I feel like suspect one is the guy who got fined. That seems like that's where yes. you'd start. I would be looking in that direction for sure. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, uh, so they mini chernobyl the area. Right. Yeah. Farmers of Oachita uh, Parish organized a truck growers association and a farm bureau, each with a large number of members at a gathering of parish agriculturists. The organization were perfected by a BM Jackson farm agent assisted by representatives of both national farm bureaus. So they've created, they're essentially creating unions to try to fight against having to dip their cows, dip their cows. Right. Uh, Oh wait, here's a great little link. What are the disadvantages to dipping cattle? It can cause death, particularly in (laughs) young calves and weak animals. It can deposit residues of the chemical in the meat, which could jeopardize the markets. There's a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, so, you know, again, farmers generally know their shit better than, you know, the, than the government. But this just sounds like they're probably losing cows and, like, don't want to dip their I think they're still cows. dipping cows. You think they, they still are? are? They probably are. They are. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Look at Garrett's face. He just cannot believe what's happening, that they're still dipping cows. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, okay, here, here's, the next, here's the next dipping story. Four dipping vats blown up in this parish. Jesus. According to information reaching Shreveport Monday, four dipping vats located in the northeast portion of Caddo Parish near the line of Arkansas and Louisiana were blown up with dynamite Thursday. It is stated that the destruction of the vats was reported to Hal Gaddy, chief inspector for the Tick Eradication Bureau of Cata. You can't tick. eradicate ticks. The what tick the fuck eradicate. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. They're ticks, man. Yeah, it's like it's like. <laughs> what, what other bureaus do we have? Do you have like the Ant Genocide Bureau? Like, how are you? How are you? <laughs> We're the atom bombers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are trying to eradicate bugs. Adorable. Uh, I mean, but they are taking our toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> Gaddy has initiated an investigation into the view to the arrest and, and uh, conviction of the guilty parties. One of the vats destroyed is located near Mira, it is said, and the other three in that vicinity. Only a few weeks ago, three vats were dynamited near Murtis. And though a reward has been offered for the apprehension of the perpetrators of the crime, no arrests have yet been made. Yeah, no shit. No one's going to fucking narc because it's right. a farm area and they don't want to do the fucking dipping. This seems like the, the, it, the meeting of people, they all got together, planned this. That's what it feels like. Yes. 
Yes, 100 percent. It is stated that the question of giving substantial aid to the tick eradication officials in the enforcement of the law will be discussed at the next regular meeting of the Caddo police jury. So they're going to get rid of that. That's just, I, although maybe they didn't, but maybe they got rid of like government making you do it. I just, it's just so crazy that of course we're still dipping cows. I mean, if you think about it, like have we done anything that's progressive with, I mean, any sort of, we did in California make it so like, Hey, the pigs should be able to turn around or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then they got, they got livid at that. There's going to be no more bacon. Why? Because you can't turn the, you can't let the pigs turn around. There is so much going on with this in this time. At this time, the native Alabama cattle, usually called cracker cattle, raised by the common people, had developed an immunity to the fever, and the problems were mainly with the fancy European cattle breeds being imported by the richer cattleman. So there was a clear class conflict between the open-range open range libertarians oh. with local cattle, often lumbermen too, and the wealthier cattlemen with their fence, fenced-in fancy breeds. Locals began dynamiting okay. dipping vats. The act became such a problem that in 1919, Governor Thomas Kilby was offering rewards for the capture of the dynamiters. Whoa. So that, yeah, I mean, that's a whole thing, in, especially out west, but the fight between the fencers and the non-fencers. Like, that's been... yeah. That's yeah, still right. that's that's what the Bundy fight was. Oh, the, that's the Bundy the, shit, right? Clive and yeah. Bundy. Mm, it's right. still that old fight. It's the sagebrush wars and stuff. Thank God. Um, artist has no hands. <laughs> oh gosh. We found our dynamiter. <laughs> <laughs> artist has no hands. A boy born without hands has been awarded a three-year art scholarship. He is the son of a London County Hall messenger. Many of his paintings have attracted public attention. Wow. (laughs) Good for him. It's a nice feel-good story after the terrorism. I agree, yes. (laughs) That's great. Uh, well, it is it's because in this, based on everything we've heard so far, you would expect this to be like a negative article about a handsless artman. But right, instead, yeah. they're like, "We are all just really enjoying what this no-handed person could do." You're like, "Oh, thank God!" Right. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Also, we're gonna jail him and put him in a dime store. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nursing bottles are sign of national decay. Tis said. Nursing bottles are a sign of national decay, Dr. John Foote of Washington, chairman of the editorial board, American Child Hygiene Association, sees a clearly established connection between your baby's dinner and the fate that sways empires. Whoa. Okay, these guys. This is like, wow. Yeah, how do they make that connection? Uh, Take it easy, John. (laughs) (laughs) Pump the brakes, Johnny boy. A vigorous nation is one whose mothers nurse their own babies, he asserts. The history of the race has shown this over and over again. The race. Sorry. Yep, that's where I'm headed. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little hiccup there with the words. This sounds like a a homeless guy screaming on a corner. There's not enough babies sucking tits out here. (laughs) White babies. (laughs) Why is he bringing race into it all of a sudden? 
the race drop and really out of I mean it's an astounding start but then he's just like the ra- race wise too obviously it's important <laughs> well I, I bet that more uh, at this time more white women are using formula I mm. bet you and that's what's making and now he's like they're gonna they're gonna pass us they're gonna pass us mm. um <laughs> The use of the nursing bottle in history seems to come invariably after a period of great social dissipation. The wet nurse has always been an important figure in the history of infant feeding. Oh, so he's mad that he's like, there's not enough babies sucking other people's tips. That's what yes. <laughs> yes. Think- By the way, this guy's dressed up like a baby. <laughs> Oh, God. So among the wealthy uh, nations of antiquity, the highborn ladies refused to be burdened with the feeding care of their offspring. Even in England, as late as 1779, we find provision for the royal nursery, including eight wet nurses who had an annuity of 200 pounds each. Wow. From the so tomb- you were just... Uh, did they dip them into tick vats? <laughs> just I think to be so. careful? I think so. You I hope safe. so. Uh, Dr. Foote says that in America, the wet nurse does not figure to any extent in our problems of baby welfare. But the nursing bottle does. He continued, American mothers must realize that the nursing bottle, except in a very small number of cases, should be used only to supplement breastfeeding and not as a substitute. A nation's care in its future citizens is an index to its character. When it takes to putting its babies on the bottle, it has taken the first step towards degeneracy. Jesus oh. Christ. Calm well, down. he would be proud of America, who's been having formula shortages recently. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, it's, we're sticking to the plan. It's so funny, like, what parts of, like, the modern day that you just take for, I, I guess, like, for granted that you didn't know was a fight back then. Like, I remember the first time yeah. I found out that women can wear pants and how much of an issue that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had yeah. no idea. On that. Yeah. I had no idea Dude, there were the baby crazy. bottle culture wars happening. And the woman who wore pants, everyone was like, this needs to stop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They'd get get arrested. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is a long line. Like, what a crazy fight that we were having. Yeah. Well, there's so much stuff where you never think about, like, oh, how did that start then? And you're like, what? We were talking the other night about um, the first woman who ran a marathon. Like, we did an episode on that. Mm. And it is insane. The level of brain exploding that was going on with the men who were just like, women can't run for a couple reasons, and one is their health. Right. Yeah. Uh, This is just another one-liner. The people of Great Britain spend weekly 200... Oh, sorry, 2,500,000 on fried fish and potato chips. <laughs> that is, I'll tell you, that is, that does not belong in a paper. That is so obvious. <laughs> that whole diet, it, that diet has remained pretty much unchanged. There are nicer yeah. restaurants, but the level of fish and potatoes is, th- I mean, it's a lot of, a Brexit is rooted, a lot of it, in fish. Right, yeah, there's a big, like, fighting fit, like, Fights over there's fisheries this whole, stuff, Yeah, there's this whole cod, like, just insanity. And it, like, comes down to fish and chips. <sighs> Crazy. That's fine. Uh, Chicago hunts radium. 
I don't know what this word is. Uh, solemn men are hunting treasure with a oh, with a rod with two gold leaves attached. They seek six thousand a six thousand dollar tube of radium. Radium makes the gold leaves shimmy. What? Oh Who man! Came up with the gold leaf shimmier. Oh, so it's basically it's a radium detector. Yeah, this is like the radium girl era, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, there's also like after after the radium girls, right, Dave? Is that where they were doing like water in um, a radium in water? Was that that was after because it was still like considered a cure all for a while? I think that was around the same time as the radium it was the same girls. Same time, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like so this, the radium had that heyday where it was like you know like a, a centrum. And now, and now people are finally like, look, we need people with jaws in this country, goddammit. Right, yeah. It, it took us until, like, 1920s to realize that not everything shiny is good. Like, as far yeah, as... Yeah, right. <laughs> Just because... Like, sure, it glows in the dark. That can be helpful. Don't eat it. Yeah, right. Don't apply it on your face's makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be our last one, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Secret wedding of Texarkana couple is finally made public. Thank God. Thank <laughs> we were God. wondering when it was going to happen. These, these, these white people can finally come out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Friends of Wiley Malone and Miss Palma wow. Quillen, well-known wow. young people of the Texas side, were greatly surprised by the announcement made by the parents of the young lady yesterday afternoon that the couple had been husband and wife, though not living together since last October. What? It's very, <laughs> it's a shit. It's very mysterious. Yeah, so there's well, something going on there. Yeah. Well, it's, so people people are surprised, but then why aren't they living together? I mean, it's, 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 uh, it sounds like, if I were to do some detective work on this, it sounds like he had got her pregnant recently, and the parents are like, no, no, they got married like a year ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're probably right. That's All right, so good. that's what it feels. Are like. you part of the British female sleuth campaign? <laughs> yeah. You're very good. My you're very good. My yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just why the wedding has been kept a secret for so long a time was not given. It is said that the making of the marriage public, even at this time, was due to the critical illness of the groom, who was stricken several oh, days ago not, with typhoid feel fever. Feel bad. Do you feel guilty? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He's dying. He's yeah. So that's what there it is. Oh, yeah. when the wife insisted on nursing him, the parents made announcement of the wedding. So people were like, why in the fuck is she going over to Typhoid Guy's house to take uh, care of him? And everyone's like, it's because they're married. It's not. I still would flag it. Uh, you'd still flag that she did it? Well, that I'd still be like, okay, yeah, she should not be going over there. Like he has yeah, typhoid. I know. I agree. Yeah, but she loves right. Gareth. Right, but he, I'll tell you what. He I don't does. care how much I love someone. If they have typhoid, it's like, I'm sorry. You're going to need to No. And that's why <laughs> you're not typhoid Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> that's, <you> it. Know. <laughs> that's, right, we'll that's why we'll you're not married, one. Gareth. <laughs> that's, that's, why, well, that's why I've never. That's why I won't typhoid the knot. See you guys <laughs> we're not. We're absolutely not going out on that. <laughs> Uh, Post employees are armed all over U.S. to prevent robberies. Uh, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> America. 
A quantity of arms and ammunition has been received by Postmaster Ratcliffe from Washington, D.C. to be used by the employees for protecting valuable mails from highwaymen and other variety of robbers. This arming of the postal employees is the result of the policy recently adopted by the U.S. Postal Department to put a stop to the mail robberies that have been taking place all over the country during the past year. A reward of not exceeding 5000 is offered by the government to any employee who brings a person who has attempted to rob the mails. An effect will probably be that in the future there will be fewer successful robberies. Oh, my God. So this is just arm the teachers of a different time. Yeah. <laughs> right? Arm the postal workers. Right. It's it's arm, yeah, arm the postal workers. Also, just a different time when if you like when you can rob the postal workers and you can get something out of it. Like now if you rob a mailman, you just yeah, get a right. bunch of credit card offers. Yeah. Like, you get, garbage. yeah, it's like or someone else's progressive bill. Yeah, yeah. it's like people but this is, this oh, is when, I gotta pay this now. God damn yeah, it! This is when light blue live <laughs> yeah, matter. People are like, yeah, people with the fact that we're sending money and stuff like just over the mail, yeah, huh? Yeah, 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 like gold. Yeah, a lot of money was probably yeah. being sent. I would imagine. I think yeah. I think at that time I think at that time too you were allowed to send children over the mail. I'm pretty sure there was yeah. a time where you can mail kids. Yeah, you Absolutely. still can't. Or they're going to bring it back. They're bringing it back in Arkansas, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Texarkana. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, another normal journey through uh, literally one newspaper. I think yeah. we should remind people that we are going through newspapers and not the vision boards of people on acid. Um, right. Just to be clear, <laughs> these are actual newspapers, and it is not, as Asan sort of alluded to, just... The fever dream of some man who used to be a storyteller uh, and doesn't really know the through dude, line any longer. It's it's almost like that 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 wife was just writing down that dude's typhoid dreams and was like, "We'll print yes, it." Yes, we'll it is. Just, it is. It's like <laughs> literally the last three days of stories from someone dying from typhoid. Um, but no, it was a newspaper. And Asad, thank you for joining us once again. Um, your uh, your Instagram is Asanjay Ahmad, and um, uh, you go see you seven thirty at the Comedy Mothership in Austin. And um, every Wednesday, yeah, in every Wednesday. So uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Dave. Thanks, man. Nothing to say to you. Not um, not. <laughs> well, impressed. you're just in the hotel room, right next to mine. I can just go over and. Well, if you if you want to meet and fight, I will meet and fight if that's what you're talking well, okay, about. Well, right, kids, just right on the hallway right now. I mean, you're literally right next. Let's do it. Let's do it, asshole. Okay. Let's Let, dance. Okay, okay, we're gonna fight now. We'll tell you in the next episode Let's who party. won. Yeah, if there is a next one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're out of here. Bye. Uh, that was great. Beautiful. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Some of these days, you'll miss me, honey.